0: The Rum Doings, episode 102, otherwise known as at Doings or podcast at rumdoings.com. The topic this evening is, should we not remove the effete notion of having a topic about which we do not talk? Mr. Walker is with me today in the studio. Good evening. Good evening to you. And we'll be discussing a number of topics as they come to us. Indeed. Now, this is the end of a week or two in which I think you'll agree that British politics has simply decayed into a mulch. Uh, <laughs> we've had... George... I, need to, I need to ask an administrative question. You may do so. Previously, last week, in fact, we recorded another episode... Mm-hmm. Now are we going to put that one out this week and this one out next week Or should we bump, even though that one does Discuss the late district holiday and so forth Should we bump that one No I don't believe we should, I think that would be Inappropriate. I don't like the idea of doing one That's today and then not because that was a non-topical one, and this is going to be topical. That's fine. People are able to deal with topics when they are slightly distended from their original mooring. I might overrule you and just put up that one. I shan't allow it out because we I also... That's how going to stop me. We enumerated it. Oh, I do know it. how you're going to stop me. You, you're recording the episode on your laptop today. Well, we also enumerated it, didn't we? That is... Oh, that's good. So, shit. once we've enumerated... I don't think it's against the philosophy of I'm doing to put 103 up before 102. I think people will become very upset. They'll become discombobulated no I don't that word is verbatim <laughs> discombobulated it's a wacky word it's long as well it's wacky discombobulated wacky 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 discombobulated we can't really be happy in a country where George Galloway has been elected as a member of oh, parliament again can we it's I and then the pasties and the petrol, and the government's going to be spying on us again and oh. all keeping all our emails forever. And uh, it's just such what's a... wrong with these awful people? They're just so banal in their rubbishness. At least yeah. they could be properly evil, they could be Rwandan or something, but no, <laughs> they just have to mulch along. It's, it's quite funny. Somebody commented that the only person who's gotten out of this at all well is Clegg, just by shutting up and keeping <laughs> his right. head down while everybody else falls apart. Maybe he was too busy eating. Your cat wants to get out the door. I'm going to have to get up and open it now. Your wife was correct. Well, it's, I don't, so, it's so difficult to get out. I don't really... First. Well, that's just because you're very fat. I don't really care... I don't really care that the cat wishes to go out. Why does it worry you so much? The cat must decide whether it wishes to obey us, and if it doesn't, it's welcome to get food from another household. Why are you in your just-a-minute mode? Where you attempt to talk. Anyway, the reason I opened the door is because the cat was going to sit there scratching it the entire podcast. Now I don't think anybody would have cared, but they I, have cared I, about this I have cares, horrible Nick, I interview. I have feelings too, Nick. Now they're just going to have to worry about this horrible little pause, the caesura in what we were discussing. There was no pause because you st- talked incessantly in the style of just a minute. But it wasn't about what we were previously about talking. It repetition. Uh, do you like just a minute? Repetition of complaining. Do you like just a minute? No, but I still f- will listen if it's on. Did you know that... They recently went to India. What they ostentatiously called Mumbai, but is actually Bombay. And they're <laughs> they, not willing to update that one. No, and they actually. How report, do you feel about Zimbabwe? That's fine, but they oh, were, okay. The, the 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 person who renamed it Mumbai did it. For a nasty political reason, and he was a horrible sectarian chap, whom one must not support. And oh, Christopher okay. Hitchens made it clear that it should still be called Bombay, and in his memory, okay. we so shall call, call it Bombay, Bombay. Fair enough. I don't see any reason why not. Um, I would also suggest to you that oh, yes. you should not listen to the Just a Minute from I did Mumbai slash Bombay. Oh dear, that was well. You, you know that was a mistake now, don't you? It was slightly awkward, wasn't it? But Very well, awkward. Here's the thing: it was no more awkward than any other. What time, about the Americans who don't okay, know so. what Just a Minute is? Screw them. I think we've explained it before. What about our new listeners, though, Nick? That's true. Just a minute. There is. may be actually, there, we take it for granted that people know Radio 4, but there may be many kids who are listening, who only play games and don't listen to Radio 4, and have absolutely no idea what Just a Minute is. Frankly, we don't really need to explain it to you because you have the world's biggest yes. explainer, n.wikipedia.org Just a Minute, that'll or, tell you everything. Or, te- you know. or even better, Radio 4 slash Just a Minute I'm sure would work. Mm, yeah. uh, BBC.co.uk slash Radio 4 slash Just a Minute, I imagine it will work as a link, and uh, you can just listen to it. Mm. Um, the problem is if you listen to any episode for one for reasons how beyond, long has it been going on for? Uh, since 1964 yeah. I think something like that um, for reasons utterly beyond my explanation I really don't know how this happened or why I did it I listened to every episode available on the internet why did you do this? that's <laughs> an excellent question um, you did that hear would the, the enough, preamble. That would be enough to draw me into insanity. Well, and I, I'm not sure I'm completely hyperbolic. If I had a no, whole yeah. weekend of just listening to just a minute... Oh, it's more than a weekend. My, but if I did it again right. and again and again, yeah. I think my brain would go a bit weird. It's part of, I will obsessively devour every episode of, every, of something. So, like, for instance, over two years, I think I listened to, um, I listened to something like nine years' worth of, of Loveline. Um, I listened to I think 250 episodes of This American Life in a, in, in the space of can't about six doing, months. Can't be doing no, it. No, I'm sure most people it would be. Ludicrous. No, I can't be doing with This American Life. No, I, even even for, for its good episodes, I don't like Ira Glass. It's, Do you not? Some, some, something something very precious and NPR about This it's American you're Life. Anti semite. Yeah, but they oh look at this special thing they're doing. They say. Oh, I don't like it when they have a special you're episodes, know, and then the they whole... just talk about banking. Really, get over yourselves. Yeah, but, but the whole thing seems to be a little bit, oh, we're very...
1: No, we're we're th- making a precious of No, I here, think what's happening... Think so?
0: No, I don't. I think what you're hearing is Ira Glass's genuine modesty as faux modesty. It does sound like faux modesty. but, but It does sound like it, but I really mm-hmm. think it's genuine. We forgot to have a drink. Oh, by the way, Ken Livingston uh, said that he doesn't really care about being nice to the Jews because they're all rich, so they won't vote for him anyway. Did he really say that? Nick? Yes, he did. That's amazing. It is amazing. He also said that he wants London to become the beacon for Islam, and he loves um, Muhammad's last sermon, the one where he told uh, everybody that men should subjugate women. So So, there we are. Is this a recent conversion for him, or is this an ongoing? Um, It's part of Red Ken of the 80s? Yeah, no, 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 it isn't. I mean, the 80s support the IRA and various other things, whatever was useful for his communalist politics. But recently he's realized that um, Islamism could be a useful. Voting oh, if you block. want the London vote, sure, yeah, could be a useful voting. It's a vote that Boris Johnson presumably can't touch. I mean, yeah, so he um, thought it would be a useless, a, a useful. useful voting block. But he's, I mean, it, not quite as bad as George Galloway's. Yeah. Um, uh, I have to adjust the microphone; like it's drooping. Basically, George Galloway said, "If you don't vote for me, then Allah will send you to hell." I mean, he literally, said that, and he and he was they were going on about how the other candidate who was actually a Muslim, he's been seen to have a drink, he's been seen to drink, but George Galloway is more of a proper Muslim because he doesn't drink. And that was on the campaign leaflets saying, Gosh. And, and mentioning Allah and Muhammad. And he thought, you know, none, n- no proper leftists have been criticizing that, mm-hmm. but they're very, very happy to criticize Santorum when he goes on about Jesus. And yes. I think that's, I think that's ridiculous. Well, there's been know. many and various good reasons to criticize Santorum. Let's not be silly. I'm not saying that Santorum shouldn't be criticised. I'm saying, why are you happy to criticise him, but then oh, think yes, that, the hypocrisy think the that Galloway there. is a marvellous example of your... Uh, of... I don't... Uh, you... Also, before that, Galloway had supported Stalin, basically, and he was a, right. an apologist for him, so he's generally... Well, he's not exactly subtle, is he? He's got the, the happy uh, photographs of his sitting down with Saddam Hussein for tea. And he also supports Assad in Syria. He says he's a great Arab right. leader and so forth. So Good, good. There we go. Perfect. In general... Congratulations, Bradford. Well done. Well done. Uh, you, all... You'll be learning your lesson quite soon when you find out how little he does for you. But there you go. That's um, right. Let's have let's have some um, alcohol just to hmm. piss off Muhammad. Um, <laughs> take that, Muhammad. Take that, Muhammad. We're going to be drinking some effete lemon cordial. Oh, Lemoncello. Limon- would you like to sniff it? Oh, that smells beautiful. Now this is comes courtesy of uh, Mr. Edward Stern. Edward Stern. Edward Stern. Is he Stern? Which is an excellent name, Stern. No, he's really not. Um, he's a uh, he's a chap who works for Splash Damage, a video game developer, um, mm. and is also a musician, sounds or muzo, like, or some sort. That so, sounds like a delicate urinal. <laughs> he's a drummer and all sorts, mm. and he listens to Doings. Does he? Um, yes. Why does he do that? <laughs> he's got no taste, Nick. <laughs> Aren't we great rubbish? Yes. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, so he was in we rubbish Sicily, great yes, and he brought back some uh, limoncello della dada. Yes, that um, sounds accurate. It's, luckily, it's got some ingredients in English on the back. I haven't got. Nick is insisting. By the way, we're recording this quite late at night, <laughs> oh, and Nick try. is insisting. Now, haven't, on you, having... haven't people noticed by the turn of our voice oh, I would imagine so. Like the tone. Yes, exactly. Um, this is only to be listened to after midnight, as ever. And John is imagining all of you from doings late, without your clothes on, unless you're sixteen or under. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, eighteen or under. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> 17 depending, year old. On, depending on which state you're listening to this, yes, true. Seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> um, so I've got a youth group of seventeen-year-olds in, and just the whole subject becomes quite revolting. Mm. Um, revolting? Yes, genuinely, it's quite. It's a. It's a. It's like kind of the same reaction you might have to someone saying, seeing your sister naked. Like, it's yeah. something when you work with 17-year-olds, that, that they, they, and they that don't re- zone. And also, they don't really clean. They're quite unpleasant. Oh, 17-year-olds really. are vile. They're awful. Uh, awful. dreadful people. No, they're not, actually. 17-year-olds no, are they're just, awful. They start becoming people. And they start becoming quite nice. Yeah, but they're awful until they're about 22, I No, think. I disagree. I, th- I would say girls Girls are awful until they're 15 to 16, and then they, they become slightly more tolerable company. Boys, uh, maybe 17, 18, they start to mm. become decent company again when they go into the sixth form actually it's not fair I know some some, some uh, teenagers boys from who are, who are awful, groups who are, who are absolutely nice. awful I Oh well, some awful ones obviously but there's some very nice name, ones name names who's who's the most awful boy actually, I'm on. trying to think of any genuinely awful no I don't really unfortunately now I just tend to know quite nice churchy ones I have not Church. having naughty 14 Church, year olds Church, these Churches. days <laughs> it's a little Chris Morris reference mm. for the lady at home <laughs> Can we have some of this now? No, no, Instead no. of staring at the label, can we have some Limoncello? The please? ingredients are in English on the back as well as in foreign. And they are finest alcohol, mm-hmm. um, sugar, mm-hmm. lemon, rinds, infusion. Uh-huh. That's it, lemon, rinds, infusion. That's the ingredients. Uh-huh. Fine, stuck on any because that's where the, other, the rivals go wrong. They put in the They in the less fine alcohol, and then we have issues, don't we? Yeah. I stole that joke from Ed Stern from earlier today. Did you indeed? hmm uh-huh. Same chap who writes for Caked Your That's correct. Mm-hmm. Not hold it still, that. Nick. It's going to be very difficult. Oh, how wrong were you there? Thank you. That's. it. Oh, oh, wobbling oh. the. Taking the glass away Can't, doesn't stop my pouring, unfortunately. Well, it should. <laughs> mm. Oh, this, we... looks, this smells amazing. Hang try on. It. I have to swap hands. Dropping it all over your. As the actress said to the bishop. <laughs> These actresses and bishops. They're constantly saying flirtat- mildly flirtatious things to one another. Gosh, just a strong lemon. But very easy. rarely do they actually take it any further, I find. they Because usually the actresses already tend to be in a relationship and the bishops would feel it would be inappropriate and indeed may be married if they are uh, Anglican. And if they're Catholic, probably not into actresses. No, indeed. Shall we chink? No, because they're your wife's nice glasses. A little chink. A no, t- they're too let's, fi- let's, let's have a small, tiny little chink. Can we just say chink? Racist. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. It's syrupy. Mm. I need that because you've given me a sore throat. <laughs> in advance, in advance of my arrival, I like gave no, you a cold. Just now. Just now. Wow, you incubate disease very quickly. I do. Oh, I wish you wouldn't have. You know, because I don't really want one. How is your throat these days? With your, your, uh, after your operation. It's okay. It's all right. It'll do. Mm-hmm. Why not, indeed? Gee, is it better? Has it made a difference? I think it has. You can hear I'm not I've as as I li- Well, I've listened to your voice. Or... for. So, uh, I've forgotten what it sounded like before. Actually, and li- actually you can hear a big difference. If you go there back, is a little scratch in it still. There's a bit of gravel there. Yeah, but if you go back to about a year and a half, a year or so ago, you'll hear a definite complete croak, which is which is not the same now. Um, but I'm supposed to be going to some sort of NHS if, if speech like therapy to... thing. They're going to tell me how to talk so I don't get it back again. Who knows? That'll be interesting. It will. Be, or, Do you think they to stop, stop shouting over people? I think they will, but that's not really practical <laughs> not advice. They just need to, to teach me how I can shout over people without breaking something. <laughs> I've seen you at work where you you sort of... You shout at customers via your staff, so the customers don't have to hear it. I think that's generally how it works, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. so your poor, poor Izzy, or... um or, Oh, I've forgotten her name, how rude of me. Songul. 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 Uh, the poor girls get the brunt of your frustration, don't they? Yes. As you rip your vocal cords apart. Hmm. Nick, we're recording on GarageBand. I know, it's the only available item this evening, and it feels dirty. It probably won't work, actually. I mean, every time that um, the now deceased Collins and Herring uh, recorded with it, there was always, invariably, something went wrong. And they go, Oh, well, we recorded the last seven more minutes where we were completely libelous. And it's been cut off now. Or, of course, they would yeah. be sliced off at the end of the episode and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, we don't tend to record more than one hour, six minutes, and 36 seconds. So we probably won't run into the CD limit thing. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be fine. Do you remember CDs? Uh, Did you come to the realisation that you're never going to be buying a CD again? Yes, absolutely. I was trying to think when the last time I played a CD was. Did did you not buy a CD this evening of the gig? No, I didn't. His his album isn't out until uh, the autumn. If he had been signing albums in the interval, would you have purchased one? Oh, I would love to. Yes, I would just love to say hello. So you would have just bought one as a trinket rather than as a... uh, Yes. And you would have... That's Actually, an excuse to go you would have preferred that. to have bought one, which then gave you a URL inside the packaging telling you where yes, you could exactly. download all the just tracks a, from. Just a cardboard sleeve yes. with the URL inside rather than a disc. That would be much better. Yes, I, uh, I've, I sold all my CDs to Music Magpie. I don't have any use for them. Does Laura, uh, Laura, Laura plundered the ones uh, that she wanted of my collection. So she, she, she listened to a CD yesterday, in fact, but I can't think of the last time I, I deliberately put a CD on. What about a tape? <laughs> do you have anything that can play tapes in the um, house yes we have a ghetto blaster you're so ghetto it's like an old it's like an old radio in the kitchen that has a cassette player on the front when last did the capstone oh gosh, get tickled I don't know no one knows who owns it it was in the old house and we can't remember if someone owned it or if it was there when we moved in or whatever mm. um, if, it were there, if it were there when we moved in I stole it oh goodness um but it's, uh, yeah, so the, the I can't remember the last time I played a CD, though. It's been a very, very long time. I don't know whether I've mentioned it on the podcast before, and I don't really care if I have, but there was a lovely photograph on Boing Boeing or something like that, a photograph of a cassette tape mm-hmm. and a pencil and saying, it's <laughs> very, no, no child will ever know how these two are connected. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point yeah. I was thinking you know, They were making the point That no child would understand pencils But I think they will probably survive But now I see yes. what you mean Absolutely And let's not tell the younger listeners No What a pencil and the tape cassette have, have uh, uh, Why they friends Why they have an affinity Yes yeah. Oh I have pictures of myself it's Sometimes strange. just doing it for fun <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rewind a song now <laughs> I'm not going to use the tape cassette player And remember sometimes when you got, you got, it it kind of, the tape came out Mm -hmm. and then you put it back in and then it it sort of twisted round and you have to be very careful to find where the twist began and then gently put it over the, um, the, the, that little foamy bit. But if you look at, if you look at a tape cassette, Mm. it, it's primitive in that it's plastic and it contains magnetic tape clearly, Mm. but it's actually relatively small. It's relatively sleek. It's actually quite a nice looking device. Get a VHS tape. Uh, <laughs> look at it. It really does look like a, a prop from a movie in the yes, 1960s. It, it, a VHS tape isn't real, is it? <laughs> exactly. It's just... a plaster cast out of which something else has <laughs> made. It's such huge things. But that's what's interesting. There isn't anything pretty or nostalgic for me about no not tape. at all. Whereas, a, whereas a cassette tape is elegant, and, and look, they look, look. There, there's a film projector up there. You know, a spool mm-hmm. of film is an iconic um, entity. You know, mm-hmm. with with the sprockets and that uh, yes. uh, sprocket holes and that kind of thing. Whereas you're right, a VHS tape that's really is is, is, is is utterly unlovable. Exactly. I'm so glad that that's over. So I was. I should say that the band I saw, I saw the Mountain Goats, which isn't a band, of course. It's John Danielle. Why um, is he John Darnielle? Because that's what his mummy and daddy called him. Yeah. Um, oh, he's a... Pl- oh, not a little arch to, be, to be your own plural. Well, oh, I'm the mountain goats. I'm not just one goat, I'm all the goats. Well, it's one of those things where it means he can have a band. So it's often, like the streets. Often, yeah, well, it's, it's similar to the streets in that the band changes as, as, an, as, his, uh, as he changes. So, for instance, the mountain goats for the longest time were a three-piece. Um, the last time I saw them live was in Chicago. And they were a three-piece, and they, it was a wonderful gig. because so they, they were supported by the Prayers and Tears of Arthur Digby Sellers, which is an awful name for a band. It is. And, terrible. And awful. they're a six-piece, and so they combined, I think, and they combined together for the second half of the gig. They worked as a nine-piece band mm-hmm. and played songs that, because throughout the 90s, the Mountain Goats albums were just recorded on cassette. It was just John Daniel recording into a cassette player with a microphone plugged in, in his room. The the strumming on guitar, and he recorded and like we did cassettes. when we were kids. Exactly, and that's how his first few albums are. And so, hearing songs that I've only heard because when you hear when you listen to those albums, you hear the at the start of um you always get with cassette albums. Why would you get that? With it's it? interesting. You, the leader tape. It must be when you listen to it, you'll recognise the sound. But I can't think what it comes from. Anyway, so th- these were his. But hearing those songs done there's a nine-piece band was, was amazing. Then tonight, I saw him with Anonymous 4, who I'd never heard of before. Would you think, recommend but... everybody else if who listens to this get his music oh, I love, I love put f- inside people, their ears? People can listen to whatever they like, but it's, all, you know, it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube. Would you recommend Instagram. it? I, it's my favourite singer in the world, so... Um, for the longest time, that I would have given that title to Nick Cave, but it's certainly moved on mm. to, to Mountain Goats now. Um... And so he was with Anonymous Four, who are a choral group, a four-piece choral group, female singers who have been going twenty-five years. Apparently, I'd have nothing to do with him. Um, and he's been a huge fan of those for many years. And they agreed to do this. Uh, a, a friend of his arranged some of his new music to uh, for a choral. And so some of the times it was just singing a cappella. I like a cappella, indeed. And other times he was playing his guitar in his very traditional kind of jack uh, very frantic, angry style. And other times he was playing piano, which is lovely, he's gone back to playing piano, which he he has said he hasn't done for many, many years, and he's re- he's really very good at piano, which was lovely. Did that surprise you? I didn't know he could play piano at all. I only mean, I know he has piano in his songs. or or, things, as, but... or as Judith accurately calls it, Pinano pinano indeed didn't. um it was it was just a sublime gig. it was really genuinely amazing, so it's really odd to see a band where you constantly feel compelled to close your eyes to better appreciate what you're listening to. Are they that ugly? That's <laughs> too far back to know mm. um, even what? though we're in the stalls gosh the barber can speak yeah, why did the Laura not come with does she not she, like the music um, she wanted to originally I bought two tickets so she could come mm-hmm. um, but she had her own band had a gig had a practice tonight sorry band practice the, the, the jazz band you're not very supportive of her jazz band are you I'm very supportive of you're her you're not you should have been, been, the been at the gig it wasn't a gig it was a band practice Oh, right. Um, I said gig by mistake. So she had band practice tonight, plus uh, she would have to take days holiday. She's got very few of those left. We should promote Laura's to gigs tonight. when she has them on the podcast. Of course, That'd they'll be always fun. be after or something, so we need to make sure it actually does happen in the future. And most of the gigs they do are at people's weddings and stuff, such as the nature of their music. She's a wedding singer. She is. That's why which is why I don't... And she knows I don't enjoy it, and I wish I did, and I, and I support her very much, and I support mm-hmm. the band. But... Um, you don't like the genre. i I'll never ever deliberately listen to Mustang Sally, for instance. <laughs> no, But then nobody would, would they? Well, apparently everyone else in the universe would. I, In fact, um, it was threatened that I do mean a, to a be fellow ra- bandmate would sing that at my wedding just to punish me, but I did point out I wouldn't find that very funny. I do mean to be racist, but mm-hmm. can a white Midlands lady really do a good job of Mustang Sally? So have you heard Laura sing? I heard her sing one thing you sent to me, but you told me it was atypical. Oh yes, there was a, a recording. No, I don't think it was a like typical. I think, was mostly, I think it was just mostly Kath, such. the other singer. Singing mm. Was the issue there? Yeah, you didn't like her, yeah. <laughs> Kath has a lovely voice. Mm. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice for you to hear Laura sing live. She's trained. Is she soul? To, I don't know what Laura's style is. I mean, she's trained operatically. Mm. Um, so that's more her. Is her she thing. is she a soprano a mezzo? I'm going to get this wrong. You. I think she's... I think... I think she's Soprano, but I'm not certain. She'll have to tell you I again. She'll be I mean, cross- you know, well, she's not like she listens to this anymore, so... Now she's married to you. She, she, she doesn't, doesn't feel need the to, need to listen to this podcast to. anymore. She's, she, she, she's nabbed you now. That's what, what purpose could she have? I'm going to have some more of that lemon drink, Nick. Would you like some more? No, I'm okay. Yes, Thank I you. Thank you so much. That's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Oh, okay. Indeed. So, I, I, we were talking about politics. Um... Now, this latest proposal by the government to snoop on all our email and web traffic and Facebook messages and well, this, doesn't this private come up tweets once and a on, year now, and then, yes. and then goes away again. Uh, Nick Clegg is supporting it, well, even, of though course, said, of <laughs> even though he said he wasn't. But. Do these people realize what is required to actually store all this data and keep it? <laughs> That's infinitely? a very good point. Uh, they don't realize that, that they're kicking one of the country's most important industries in the balls by doing this. What's on do terabyte? And they don't seem to um, yet-a-bite. How many yet of emails and stuff uh, do you think I send every day? I mean, just for us, we would have a terrible time if we had to record everybody's emails and of course what people will do if they're clever is they'll just start using GPG um, encryption Mm -hmm. so all that will be stored on the disk is a pile of rubbish which the government won't be able to read anyway Um, or they'll use proxy servers and so on Uh but I'm wondering when the why these people allow it to happen and why they allow it to happen why they allow it to come up every year is of course because of their technophobia and their illiteracy Mm -hmm. Um, if somebody dared go into parliament and said in, we are going to introduce a bill that forces the post office to photocopy every single letter that yes. they post yes. and keep it in big filing cabinets for when the government wants to come and have a look. Um, they would be laughed off the floor. But What's this is that, a di- really? this is a directly analogous mm-hmm. situation. But not only so would they be laughed at, but actually, I think that... they'd be treated as crazy. Well, no, no more than that. I think people would be people would be much more tangibly offended. John, think of the children, the kitties. You know. Um, I think people would be, I think, you know, that though, I, what I'm thinking is that those who can't be reached on email and such can be reached on the, on a letter, mm. you know, a, let, a good old British letter. Yes. But, now costing three times as much as it did as we prepare for post office privatization, 60p for first class. 60p for a man to carry your letter from one end of the country to the other. What a ripoff. Yes. <laughs> it's ludicrous. <laughs> Although my letter doesn't weigh very much, let's be honest. Yes, but still, come on. Sixty P is very good value. Well, people were saying that about twenty five P Well I'm sure that twenty five P was exceptional value. I remember when it was twenty P. I think I do. I think I remember 21p. That's yeah, and there was nine, about, I remember I the um, second class being 19p. Yeah, 19 and 21. Was it that the difference? Or yes, Yeah, 19. I think so. And then, do you remember? Nick, I remember when Sherbet Dib Dab cost you 8.5p. Now, I bet you don't remember 8.5p. Do you p. remember half? No, I, I do, think I, do. I wasn't quite you ready went for the, the hay co- you went in the country for hay, hay So I think they went down in about 84? 80, you remember hay pennies? I do, because I was born in 77, so... Were you excited about, about hay pennies? No, because they were just currency. It was like normal. And, oh, if, you, if only you'd have known to uh, revel in them <laughs> Exactly, these are very limited, John You make the most <laughs> Buying a sherbet dip-dap 8.5p That's the only time I can remember anything costing a half And then for half-piece, for so me, really, my main memory of them I do remember then the, they were pricing that way But my main memory from them was that we had them in our toy Fisher-Price till Because mm-hmm. they were obviously my parents just went Well, this is now redundant currency, play with it hmm. You had a toy till Yes Huh? plastic till a toy till did you not no you could play shop shop <laughs> <laughs> it's great to play shop did you fight about who was the shopkeeper and who was the customer I was that older brother there's no question about who was the shopkeeper she was no <laughs> good heavens no I thought she she was basically in charge of most things <laughs> whether whether you wanted her to be or not no it was known as a, uh, she pl- fulfilled the younger sister role and I was we've talked about my boggle crime before haven't we yes but I was mostly quite a nice older brother wasted opportunity in a sense. (laughs) I could have bullied her and beaten her up. When next are you going to America? I have no plans at the moment. Why not? You usually do. No, not really. Um, In fact, I never have. My trips to America now are far more organised than they used to be. I used to get genuinely three or four days' notice before a a five-day trip to the States. Hmm. Gone is that excitement in my life. That's a Um, pity. Partly because I don't work for magazines anymore and partly because... Or in these times of auster- no, in these times of austerity, press trips seem to be a little more um, rare. Yes, it mm. seems to be quite so quick to fly half of Britain over to go and look at some screenshots or whatever nonsense they used to do. Mm. Which That's- is fine with me, really. I like, I love, you know. The average press trip would be two nights. Mm-hmm. So you fly in, land. Mm-hmm. In your brain, it's three in the morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're in the, you know, especially from the west coast. Um, go for dinner, go to bed, get up. Go to the studio to look at the game, interview people, get all this all the work, go out for dinner, go to bed, get up, go on the plane, fly home again. This idea of these bribe worthy press trips was mm. was never something I experienced because a two night red oh, eye you forgot about was the prostitutes misery landed no, no prostitutes. I think I have once offered a trip to a strip club, which I obviously declined because that sounds revolting mm. um, I say obviously it's nothing but I'm sure people going enjoy strip clubs, not for me no, they are. Uh, how, sounds, how do you enjoy it? It Just seems a little sad. How no, you, not sad not sad, sad, but I mean, yeah, just genuinely about how, how, upsetting. How, how does one enjoy a strip club? Do you think well, you anybody, no, no, do you think anybody actually does? Though, do you think anybody yeah, actually enjoys? I mean, Boobies no, but it's so maladroit, and you know that they don't like being there, and they've got contempt for you. or they're going to embarrass you. You have to. It's like there. the worst aspect of being on the front row of a of a stand up comedian who's vicious, and you're having that combined with uh. the dangers of of. of implied and explicit sexuality oh why would anybody put themselves through it's, that I think unless that... they actually enjoy the frisson of the nastiness well they... maybe there c- certainly could be Or you can just emotionally detach yourself from the reality of that a lot of people like to live in denial of the fact that every single person up on that stage is sexually that's... sexually abused that <laughs> that's why they're doing that so they, they they live in in a river in egypt oh good grief what is wrong with you what is wrong with you Nile is a river it's like because it sounds like the Nile Nick that's why you're saying that isn't it The <laughs> de- but I'm not saying I'm saying de- I don't tend to say de for the racist <laughs> um, yeah so the, you know there's a bunch of of uh damaged women standing on stage no showing you I won't movies. allow that they may not be damaged don't be oh, victorious they may they don't know they may be they may be just women who've decided to that's how they want to make some money yes don't but be, listen don't the, be, listen, don't be all christian and moralistic i'm not being christian I'm yes a you scientist. are oh they're the delicate little doilies yeah. whom i must protect not necessarily no, I'm not just. Saying anything it might just be career women not saying anything of The sort. no i think there are two you know you have two they're, they're, a woman needs some money uh one woman says i will strip for that money one woman says i would never strip for that money why what is the difference between those two women and i'd argue it's the, some sort of conditioning some sort of
1: um, no. well,
0: patterning that allows them to see their own sexuality as something to sell. I think that's a there's a root cause for that. Would be my sexuality opinion. is something to sell, whether it's explicitly for money or or something else. Of course, it is. It sexuality is always bartered. That's the point of marriage. As a Christian, you should be you should appreciate that. That um, how is it bartered? Well, in Chris, in Christian marriage, for example, yes, you're effectively um you purchase sexuality with a dowry. <laughs> no, you don't, Nick. That's you not do. a thing that happens. It is something that happens. Well, it <laughs> might not happen now, but you know, the whole point of of, of of marriage was a property barter for sexuality, oh, sure. to produce what? children and so forth. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but, um, to, to, to start, suddenly become precious about it. Producing children isn't sexuality. I, I've i got news for you. It's got something to do with... <laughs> it, what? What? I thought <laughs> I was just having fun with boobies. But babe, what? Babe? Uh, but Any, what? <laughs> uh, anyway, so you've got these women about whom you're being judgmental standing. I'm not in being judgmental. What a strange. See, I always find this so strange to claim that what I said is judgmental. You've just said they're damaged women without knowing them. That's not judgmental. You're judging their mental state. No. It's literally judgmental. I don't think less of them at all. Whatever you think of them, you're telling them that they're damaged. And she'll say, no, I'm not damaged. I'm making some money. Piss off you, arrogant patronizing Patch. little patriarchal twat. That's what she'll say to okay, you. Okay, fair enough. She will say that to you. I <laughs> warn okay. you. I'll, and then, and I'll she'll, mind that. And she'll get you kicked out of the strip club. <laughs> Persons. I'll keep my mouth shut. You started, sound like Gladstone you. sort of inviting all the prostitutes to come to his place so that he can preach to them. I mean, it's... Oh, why? You, so you're making all these ridiculous assumptions. I'm just saying come there's here, a reason some people like, do that and other people here. don't. Yes, there are plenty of reasons why plenty of people do plenty of different things and they're not always the same reasons. There's not a one-to-one match between reason and cause. There are plenty of causes and plenty of reasons which are complex... Um, And I don't think one should necessarily judge that a woman is mentally unstable or damaged or has a a fraught Victorian melodrama in her past. (laughs) It could just be that she's a student who's decided that this is an easy way of making some money. And if you don't understand or accept that, then you are living in your own Christian melodrama. It's very strange that you see Christian. I really don't see Christian here at all. I'll allow the listener to judge. Okay, judged. fair enough. But no, many of them may be damaged, but I'm not going to say that they are obviously damaged. There are women who will have just made the decision. And you might say, that's an odd decision to make. I disapprove. Remind I'm not you saying that. I disapprove. Yes, you are. I'll remind you. <laughs> okay, you'll say it's a it's 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 a very peculiar decision that you can't Im- ever imagine making for yourself. I know. I well, I personally can't imagine, and making you it can't imagine anybody else to, Yeah, and you can't imagine anybody else wanting to make it for themselves the effort. So, I remind you that sane people voted for Margaret Thatcher. Right. Sane people read the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sane people buy a. Phil Collins out. <laughs> okay, now you've crossed the line. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, that, that, I, I admit, you have to be a bit damaged to buy a Phil Collins off. But where are you getting the sane from? How am I saying these people aren't the It's very, you're making You're the, saying you're they're mentally the... damaged. No, they're I'm they're not. slightly, slightly. No, I'm not. Insane. I'm saying. In the sane, which is a river in I'm, s- <laughs> I'm saying. That there is a reason why people make that choice. Mm. I'm not condemning the choice. I'm not criticising the people. I have no issue with them. I'm delighted for them. <laughs> You're delighted for, for their us. life for their life choices. I would, I would love people not to do it. Why would it you like very, people cause, not cause to do it? it seems very sad. No. I someone, just feel an overwhelming why, sadness about it. You were talking about how they will feel contempt for the audience. Uh, I'm saying that, may, yeah, but most people in a client... Uh, a, a client-server relationship feel like that. You we know? <laughs> back to you in the office. Yes, exactly. I don't think that's unique to these ladies. You know, when you, do you think your waitress loves you most of the time? No, gosh, no, of course exactly. not. Now, I would suggest that there are some ladies who just don't really care about showing their boobs to gentlemen. Or that's and think it's probably a very easy way of making money. Fair enough. And you know, if I were a lady and I had very nice boobies, I don't think you would ever make that decision. And I would make a lot of money. Maybe I would. I don't think you would. though. You, I, would. I don't think you, with your personality, would. Well, no, because I would want to. I wouldn't want to pretend to be nice to them. That was the that would be the <laughs> issue. I would have. I would have a stern discussion. I'm, fa- I'm absolutely certain there's a, a specialised class of, of stripper who never is nice to the client, and the client is very pleased at the night. Nice. <laughs> That's true. Um, not, although that you're not being quite accurate though, when you say that you could never participate in such events. I mean, you you have a certain, you have a certain characteristic that certain gentlemen like. We, we, we have evidence of that. That's true. That's a very good point. I mean, a gentleman basically try to make you become one without your even Mm -hmm. wanting to be one. Um, (laughs) He stuck his hand down your shirt. It was quite. It was. was a very interesting experience actually to be on the receiving end of something of basically sexual (laughs) abuse. (laughs) It wasn't abuse. Well, it it wasn't use. It was. It was. It wasn't proper use. It It, it wasn't in the manual. It was improper. It was his behavior. His behavior was improper. Um, This was a a party, wasn't it? And and a a man of homosexual persuasion took a liking to me, which is uh, lovely of him Mm. um, because I am quite the catch, Mm. and. being a burly fellow with uh, a, a prominent hair growing sprouting from the top top of my t-shirt, which he enjoyed, he was very impressed by this and decided that he wanted to touch it. Hmm. And it was just that, and it was very interesting to be. And it wasn't really an option, exactly. And that that's the thing; it's not it's not typical in my life to have someone encroach. On my personal space in a sexual way, especially was, since that that is a part of you above which you're sensitive anyway. So, oh, that's true. At the time you were, yeah. Well, so I so I it, it, it was it was pressing it was pressing all the buttons. That's, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. But if it was just this person coming up and being very overtly touching me without permission mm. in a, in a very sexual way, it was. I was very. I was kind of in a weird way. I was kind of pleased that I didn't have a homophobic reaction to it. That's quite a. Yes, so it it was, quite, a quite a strong test. Yes, I Do I say nice things because I don't want to... Actually, no, I wasn't offended in any, in any way uh, by by mm-hmm. his being by his being a man. I was offended by his improper behaviour, this, this yeah, what is uh, approach. And it's like, and obviously, there is, it's so funny as a man saying, it's like, oh, what a an unique and interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Every female listener goes, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. So men come off and think they can come talk to so, you. But, so back to the... I don't know if that happens these days. I mean, it's not the 70s and it's not Benny Hill, is it? I think people are more cautious now. I think, I think You know, if you're in a, like, a strip club and you touch, oh you gosh, yes. dealt with severely. I don't think men go up and just grab women's boobies so much. Or you just squeeze their just, bottoms. Just kind of, you know, hand on the shoulder to high love, you know. Are you, you do that. You're a very huggy sort of, ooh, come and hug me, but, you know. I'm you're a huggy person, but only if the other person is a willing participant. I'm sure you sometimes force <laughs> your hugs on me. I, mean, <laughs> I you, don't think I've ever forced a hug on anyone. You've turned up to strange funerals and hugged <laughs> that's fine the there's nothing wrong with that people need a hug at that point well what, I don't oh, think oh the corpse, corpse yeah, I don't, sorry I don't well, think. even the dead need sometimes laughing sometimes they just look sad <laughs> yes. I just think a little hug going to help has it ever helped John help me <laughs> with <laughs> <It's> my <laughs> erection <laughs> oh dear now talking about again oh again to be serious the, sorry the strip- I forget the focus of this podcast yes. sometimes <laughs> <laughs> the the strip club um, yes I can't see what in these days of freely available internet pornography oh come on real life and that's crazy you're married you know how it's nice to be near some boobies yes but boobies that want to be near uh, yeah absolutely but the the woman on the internet no more wants you to be watching than the yeah woman but that's the strip okay because it's that's that's completely um, alienated but the problem with um, isn't that a strip part, isn't club that is that the there point? is there is. Uh, but are you not alienated? Are you there not is not alienated a, such, there is there is the there is the shimmer of non-alienation. Of course, it's the most alienating and alienated place. But you're meant to be play acting. Well, tonight a, I saw a strange, relationship that isn't a relationship. Tonight it's, I saw the mount. It's case. just maladroit. Yeah. Tonight I saw the matigas. So I listened to the matigas a great deal. Um, and at certain points I would look away from the stage or I'd close my eyes and then I would reopen them and go, Oh, bloody hell, he's right there. Yeah. And then that was, and that is a, it's a very exciting experience. Can we not, have, can we not, can we not have, um, blasphemy on this podcast, please? By our lady. Hell. Hmm. That's where bloody comes from. we have talked about that before. It doesn't. Um, it does. No, it doesn't. Do You think it's apocryphal, do you? You were decapitated. You don't read any of our emails or forum postings, do you? I do read our emails. He said that by our lady thing is nonsense. Oh really? Mm. Oh, I forgot. I must have forgotten. We, fair enough. We we There's we, nonsense, won't, shall we, re, shall we won't we won't we won't read it out because it was inappropriate. We got a very nice email today. From, oh yes, we got a very nice email from Ryan Somebody. I won't mention the surname. I forget uh, the surname. I, yeah, don't I, even I remember I re- the first. Name. I remember the surname. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. she's yeah. mixing by mean the surnames. Yeah, um, I don't um, like surname. Can we say last name? Yes. Last name, and he he listens to us, and he derives some comfort from us, from just you know having something to listen to in good times and bad. And uh, I talked about how the 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 repetition is something that he enjoys as well. Mm. you can start to predict what's going to be said and that kind of thing. And I sounds awful to me. No, it doesn't awful. But no, actually, I thought I used to do the same thing sometimes, especially in the days of cassette tape, because I would have some more. Sorry, am I boring It's midnight. I would have an old <laughs> copy of, I remember what it was, it was actually bizarrely, it was a copy of Faulty Towers on, on oh, cassette yes. tape. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's the only tape I had, and to go to sleep, I would listen to it, there's not mm-hmm. much on the radio. So, of course, you'd end up listening to the same thing again and again. Oh, okay, yes. And there was something, it was like a rhythm of an old song. Like, oh, yeah, that joke's coming up, that bit's coming up. And very occasionally, you'd be slightly surprised, but oh, yeah, i have forgotten that, but oh, okay. I've heard it ten times. So, there is, you're in a groove, mm. and what's nice about it is it also doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you start dozing and you miss yes, a bit. that's true. As a child, I would do that. Like, we had these um, these cassette recordings of e- for car journeys and so mm. forth, these Ian E. Blyton books, The Valley of Adventure and The River of Adventure, and things like that, which are one of my favourites. Famous, famous Five, Secrets of. No, no, no. These were The Of Adventure series, which were my, my favourites of all her mm. running series. Um, and. Oh, oh, my god. She was a lesbian. She was, She was. but she was in a, in a marriage, a miserable marriage, having an affair with her tennis partner. And hated her children. She hated one of her children, one of her mm. daughters. The other was fine. Imogen she hated. Yes. Mm. She wrote the naughtiest girl in the world about her. Mm. Um, what an awful mother to have had. She was terrible. A dreadful, she was a horrible person. She, she wrote was... the naughtiest girl next door because of a, a next door neighbor's daughter who would practice her flute for ten minutes an evening and this was so enraged her. It was the naughtiest girl. But she wrote she wrote a book of Fortnite, and they were wonderful books. She's a she was a terrible writer. Yes. Now, if you go back and read her books now, not the rewritten versions you get in in I politically correct books. Well, no, 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 I mean I I think they've been I think I don't know if they fixed the prose as well. They've, certainly, they've, they've done the right thing, which is to go through... I love what they've done. they Have t- have you talked about this before? Yes, you've mentioned it. Okay, they, they take out all the, the racist references and stuff, which is it makes the books palatable for now. I think they're wonderful books. They're very badly written. If you read, if you read them... I if remember enjoying Secret Seven and Famous Five. Yeah, absolutely. They were thrilling, and what she did... Lots of adventures. And I don't mind if I've said this before, because I can't say this enough matter. times. Mm. Exactly. She, she wrote... Adventure in a way that no one else has ever quite grasped. She had this kind of shorthand. Stephen King? It's, no, I think... In- 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 He's Blyton, your favourite author. He was when I was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, Ine Blighton had this shorthand for adventure where she could conjure. And if you read, as I keep trying to say, if you read them now, they're awful. The prose is terrible and you just it's mm. just really badly written. But even still, that sense of pow, that awful... Oh, the thrill mm. of the potential of an adventure is still there. And I still feel it now. I still, you know, I on, you know when I was on holiday few weeks ago, we were I just, my, my like, smugglers are going to be smugglers in this game. <laughs> I'm programmed to believe that about everything. And did Laura tell you to be stopping silly? No. No? Did, so, was she was she given Enid Blyton? Or was she slightly too know, young? I don't think We have ever talked about it. And she's slightly too young. She read the books in the 30s. No, I'm saying was, <laughs> was Laura slightly too young? This on holiday a few weeks ago to read any black-y. No, I'm saying to have read it. I, I imagine she yeah, started. She started going out of fashion um, in the 80s. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that.
1: I and, didn't and she was
0: removed from schools and stuff. And I think well, she only came. The back. books with... were written in the 30s and 40s, so they've stuck around a flipping long time. If... And yeah, but she she gained a very bad reputation for a while. Right. Because of her terrible prose, mainly. well, the, the horror. Yes, I wouldn't want to be reading it in school. It's no mm. no good for learning, and it's very interesting to read. You know, things like the famous five that would uh, famously would have Anne saying, "Oh no, boys, you go off and do the boy yeah. things. I'm going to do the washing up." And then George going, oh, "I want to do boy things because I'm boy, lashings, not a girl." Lashings and lashings and, and ginger silver. beer. Everyone, what everyone, who, everyone who ever enjoyed the Famous Five needs to get hold of. Um, I think it's on Four OD actually. Mm. Uh, five Go Mad in Dorset, the uh, comic strip version. It's absolutely fantastic. But is it or is it, it really? It, is. It a dated rather like... No, no, because, it's, because it's spoofing nineteen thirties, but books. Unlike many of the comic strips, it hasn't dated. Yes. it's very very funny. Go and watch what it. Probably called plays the generous to... shopkeeper who gives them the lashings of ginger cake and ginger <laughs> beer. Um, and you've got... Uh, there's it's a lovely scene. You have, um, a, I think it's Adrian Evanson as Julian. Dick is played by the guy who wrote them all, whose name I can re- never remember. And then French and Saunders are George and Anne, you can guess which are around. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a scene in which... Um, no, D- D- Adrian Edmondson is Dick, Julian is the guy who wrote them, who, and they're both very toffy boys. And They're they, the, the, the spoofing one of those Bison stories where they would meet the posh boy... Who would turn up and oh he's dreadful why must he hang around with us and be like oh ho, 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 ho. my dad's very rich and um, so this guy turns up and they're all swimming in the sea and the guy takes off his t-shirt and reveals his his top half and goes into the sea and and dick looks at julian and says julian i'm having these awfully grown-up feelings <laughs> and that lines always stuck with me from that episode do you have you used that yourself yes it's funny. Word, it's funny line to say. I'm having these awfully grown up feelings. Mm. Yes. Well, we know Ms Blyton had awfully grown up feelings. She that tennis. She was a fascinating woman. Well, you know, she played naked tennis. She did, which sounds a bit dangerous to me. It seems like if you're volleying something and you know, it gets... <laughs> is that is that is that apt? Yeah, real real tennis. Was it real tennis? No, I'm saying oh, I see. Uh, uh, your your opinion. King George's tennis. Come now, can we stop pretending that that's worth It's thinking. a very confusing game. You have one side of the room has a sloped, roofy wall yeah. bit about eight, eight feet, foot feet in the air, feet air feet or, feet. or something. It's, that is, that is, the, the other bit's made of a concave marzipan shell. And then... <laughs> it's extremely strange sport. I'm all for strange sports. Shall we bid our... No, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Night. I don't want to stop. I want to keep coming for a bit longer. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me then. Mm-hmm. Go on. Okay. I can tell you how my foot still hurts. That was supposed to have been better by now. Well, no, they said six weeks, but it's actually getting progressively worse, so I'm going to have to go back to the doctor. Why Why not simply remove it? I a feeling it could probably be saved. With really? Modern, with modern medicine, all their scientific ways. Why don't you just get a titanium one, then you won't feel anything? Do you know, it? as a guy I know, I've met recently, I've known him a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, sorry, I've known him a few months now, but at the point where I'd known him about six weeks... I mean, we see each other about once a week and chat. And um, No sex yet, though. No sex yet, no. no. And so about six weeks in, he reveals to me he's only got one foot. <laughs> like, wow! Does he have a prosthetic replacement? He has a prosthetic replacement, but he has a number of did them. Did you ask for a look? I did. I had a good old look. He has a number of them, and he has um, special ones for... He's got, he's, got a, he's got the fancy running one, I think. Do, they, he's got, do um, they bother making them the same size as his other foot? I don't know, I didn't check. I wonder whether they bother. I would assume for balance you want the, the same size. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'd have thought so. But he's got a couple of uses, one for walking distances and one for running and one for playing sports and stuff. But you'd never know, he walks... What happened to his fleshy foot? Oh, assume he ever had one. He did. He was, he was born with a condition and they tried for years to save it. And he went through all these horrible operations, So when he was eleven, what was it necrotic i I've, I've honestly completely forgotten mm. but when I remember for some reason that when I remember the bit where he was eleven and he was told you can continue to have these operations we'll try what's we want to save it, or we can just remove it and at eleven he had to make that choice for himself mm. and he chose to remove it what a decision to do at eleven is that is that old enough to make such a decision um yes, Because you can be fed there's a difference being contingently fed up and Mm. Just making that existential choice I don't It's interesting that is, I'm well, sure if, there are many things I said and did at 11 That I oh, would now regret sure But at the same time You're asking someone Do you want to go through a great deal of pain Throughout all your teenage years mm. And I think It seems like he made the right choice Because now he has a working foot anyway. So all the issues That go uh, with it but... Well he was walking And you saw it You've seen never, him no, no, No I've seen him walk never, oh, you see, you know, I, see I saw him six weeks Never even noticed um, Did you have a, a look? I had a good look Yes does it look like a foot, or is it just designed to? Oh be, no, nothing. It's just like those kind it's a of metal, it's a metal brace metal stalk thing, that goes yeah. into a shoe. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's a bit creepy when they try to look like a foot, doesn't it? Like, yes, but like the hand, half and mannequin, I, half human. How does it join on? That's um, a, that's what I've always wondered about these things because you know the it's, it screws, it's not yeah it screws on or something. But it's not like you're... Your stump is they've got a nice little screw oh, thread on it. I see. No, I um, mean, the, it's, it's the interface that always, that's always bothered me about these that's things. That's interesting, you know. Because, and surely that must rub a bit. Oh yeah, it, it rubs would be horrendous. It's very and that very must painful, be the most apparently. difficult thing to get right. Mm-hmm. The, he says it. And he says the conjoining apparently it doesn't of get it. Flesh apparently and Apparently, you don't get it right. It just rubs and it just hurts. So always it always hurts, which sounds mm. horrible. This poor guy, he's also got Crohn's disease, he's just had a lump of his intestines removed. Oh, that's not really suitable. Exactly, go, really going through the wars. Hmm. To, to use a phrase that might Is uh, he an old say. gentleman or a young No, he's, uh, younger than me. Yes, that's. But really cool. upbeat, up to happy, you know, and I'm, he's not like a brave soldier. I mean, he's just. Yeah, I just had to have a bit more intestine removed and just carries hmm. on. I'd be whinging. You would, you would whinge. whinge. I would whinge all the time. Can you imagine? I was, Can my... you imagine? If I had something genuine to whinge about. Well, you do. You've got your hypermobility. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Can't you get your blue, your, 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 your little blue disabled I badge? I could use one of the four hundred empty disabled spaces blocking up our entire road outside yes. my house. In fact, soon your house will be bulldozed <laughs> and replaced with. Now your disabled your I live in a, in a cul-de-sac, right? And it's yes. a very, very narrow road. You have to reverse back out of it again. You can't. You do. You don't have room to turn around. And go no, back you to don't. Right. They put something like five disabled spaces down that road. There is. I've checked in the cars and I've always checked there's one car with a disabled sticker. That's I don't think it can fill up all five spaces at once. So people are like leaving them empty and parking around them. So when we moved in there were two and then suddenly all these new ones were added and everyone's kind of a bit confused. And disabled people. And, well, obviously, but uh, this was in a, a cul-de-sac out the way. I Without don't know whether, a propensity of many people. Perhaps people asked for it but, it, but the, no one, it seems no one was using them. So the point where now people just all Parking in them because it's silly. It's just crazy. And and are you getting tickets? No, no, not at all. That's how far out the way this road is. It's so off the track. Going to tell all the listeners where you live. No, I'm not going to tell this. I did apparently. Someone showed me. Um, I I tweeted a photo or something, and someone pointed out that the metadata in your camera tells it, it puts a little Google map of exactly where it was taken. Well, fair oh, Good. I don't think one should be too paranoid. It's nicer to assume that people are generally okay. Do you remember it was like phone books, you could just look up anyone's address Exactly you let's just need to know their last name and you can find their address yeah. and their phone number Yeah exactly, let's not have that silliness no, it's fine I well, Nick, I'm, I'm a celebrity now, I have over 5,000 followers on Twitter Oh did you give the 5,000th a prize? Give them a big kiss I, I saw It was a him mm. uh, It was a him It was the 5,000th Ah uh, but don't you have people dropping out? And plus, how many of those are spammers? I am very diligent at removing spam. I and mean, in fact, when I saw it was getting close to 5,000, I ran it. I ran my account through a few of those spam checker things and weeded out about Oh, is there a spam so... checker thing? Twitter themselves couple. don't seem to give a don't damn. don't give a toss, do they? Now, there is one What's that's... the point of clicking, i reporting this as spam? It doesn't do anything, does it? There's one checker that's just really good, but it, limits, it limits, stops at 3,000. So it'll only search 3,000 of your followers and it? it stops, which is um, a pain. Then I found another one that gives you one free go and then it makes you pay. So I had the one free go and it found one last spam I hadn't caught. I'm very diligent about checking. W- I get the email whenever a new mm. person follows me and I'm very diligent about checking. Just because I want to be able to show off how many people follow me on Twitter and it doesn't count if it's all spam. No, that's true. Um, so yes, they all seem to be real people as far as I can tell. And I'm, ve- and I'm also very particular. I block businesses when they follow you. If I, l- I check the tweet feed and if they're the businesses that chat interact with people that's fine if all they do is tweet links to the things they're selling oh, yeah, I, bl- I block them as yeah. well because no one's reading if like, they're following 1800 people and they've got 16 followers and they're just tweeting links to their products I just block well, them well, aren't you a bit suspicious of, of people or organisations where you follow them and they immediately follow you a minute later as well I don't really follow any businesses or organisations. Reciprocatory following is always a yes, odd. and I think happens too quickly. There's businesses that can that will identify people who will do that, and then if you're a spammer, you can follow those people to make it look like you got followers, mm. and you look less suspicious, and blah blah blah. A but whole no, ecosystem of yes. sliminess has been built up around Just tweeting 140 characters. It's very odd. Mm. Let's get rid of it. I tweeted tonight saying it's trying to find if there's any decent recording software for Android and instantly had two spam people following me going, check out this recording software and then linking to Maybe they would websites. have given you your answer. Maybe they would. In fact, one of them looks so real, I followed it and it was, it wasn't, it was just some um, nothing thing. It was nothing to do with anything. It was just an advert for some product. Oh. And the other one looked very suspicious and I didn't click on it. Hmm. Fortunately, being on an Android, I'm less likely to pick up viruses. Click on it, a river in Hungary. <laughs> I wish it were mm. the river were Tyne and were <laughs> close. Yes, you, got, you should really should learn all the rivers in the world. Yeah, then you can do that joke every sentence. really yes. amazing. Yes. Have you had any adventures recently? I have... we went to Edinburgh. We did go to Edinburgh. Yes, and um, little little Judith um, decided that everything that she put in her mouth she would vomit out. Oh, about no. a minute later. And then and then she got very hot. Oh, so of course I had to drive drive her to a um an to, A&E. To, to an A and E because that's the only place that was open at night, blah blah blah, uh-huh. blah. And at that same time I started getting sort of cramped weird stomach cramps. I I like, oh god, we're all getting this now. But oh, good. fortunately it was something that um didn't persist too long but you just went for a big poo. Well no, it wasn't uh, do we do uh, it, you said, doo-doo. No, it was that I. Like, it was kind it? of. I felt so bloated and unpleasant that mm-hmm. I wanted to. Throw I am bloated and unpleasant. That's the no, difference no but you know, it's like nothing was. I could feel nothing is digesting, and it's nice. beginning to hurt. Okay. So in the end, it was almost like a conscious just, Right, that's it. It's three in the morning now. I am feeling absolutely awful. I've got to go and throw up. Oh, really? Okay. And it wasn't like, uh, and of course, it actually hurt a lot when it came out because it wasn't like a nice. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't wish to be too indelicate, but it was basically just the chewed up food came out. Right. And, uh, and Your stomach was just just took the t- evening off. He was like, well, "That's it, not digesting anything <laughs> no, today." Okay, switch off. Yeah. And we're on holiday, yeah, well, as I am I. <laughs> Your whole body's on holiday. That was very well, if my heart doesn't go on holiday. That's that would be more <laughs> problematic. Yes, it, I would just... never make the conscious choice to be sick. I would, I will sit on that food and I will let it destroy every no, inch I was, of my bowel, digestive system. I was Take for, the whole I, lot out. No, I was for a long time, but you know that's. That feeling you sometimes get, fine. where you know, where you want to be able to hurt yourself because you're just feeling squeezy and just. Yeah, wrong. But I will not, I will sit on it. I'll shove socks down my throat so it stays down there. I'm so yeah. ludicrous. Because when I am sick, which is incredibly infrequently. Yeah, it's like not twice often. Twice in the last decade. Yeah, um, it's, it's fine. Maybe once it's every fine. three years. It's fine. And yet, then instantly, I go back to my paranoia and terror of being sick. I mean, what I found it was, I mean, it's it's physically exerting to be sick yes, I mean, you're Then you're, you're sweating and you're <laughs> like you just run it's a, a hundred, work, meter, yeah. hundred meter sprint and so yeah, I mean, Nick I, not only are you burning I'm, calories, but you're also removing galleries yes, oh my god the bulimics who listen to this will <laughs> think they're being validated at the moment if only it didn't basically destroy your heart yes, and everything works. else if only it weren't doing terrible damage to your digestive yes. tracts. Keep it your, to once every three goes. years, not once yes, and once and three once, three or once or three times bulimics, a day. Bulimics once every three years. I like I point to the microphone when I address the listener. Yes. 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 Like. Once, every once, once every three years. It's fine to be bulimic once every three years. Yes. And just once, not once for a day. Not a day if you do once. No. once. Yeah. And yeah. your teeth fall out. and Oh, uh, and by the way, you generally die. That's a minor That's the other problem, minor, yeah. minor issue with anorexia bulimia. Mm. It's, it's an odd one, that, though, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's frightening that it's so deadly. Now, what's odd about it is how it plays with how much of our will is free and how much of it isn't. Mm. Because you can actually, there are certain drugs, prescription medicines that you can take, which cause people to become, one of the side effects is bulimia. Really? Which is such a weird thing, yes? Well, um, Ipecac. My sister, sister-in-law's sister aunt, for anyone who knows what I think my sister-in-law's aunt, uh, who's quite old, took, mm-hmm. took it, took this drug, and the, the old age and whatever, and she, was, she became bulimic, like at the age wow. of 70, 80 or whatever. Gosh. And you think, how can, you know, what's going on there that it's, you know, it's, it's because sometimes it's tempting to just think, well, it's just a a semi-rational response to wanting not to eat foods that you're thin. Now, of course, there are plenty of things in that, but at least it's a, there's, a, there's a cause and effect, and you think that you're taking charge of something, however right. wrong-headed okay. it is. Yeah. But when you say, no, it's not just that. It's not just a decision gone wrong. It's something weird and more primal even, and that's where it becomes peculiar. I know too many people who are anorexic or bulimic. Not currently, thankfully, but I've known too many people. So I just want to say, if that is you, please get in touch with um, organizations. There are so many. Just Google it. And whatever you do, if you are anorexic, you you probably think it's quite normal and quite clever. Yes. Yeah, that's what you think. You think it's it's your little clever secret for for weight loss or whatever. Mm-hmm. You probably think that it's a it's something that you've got under control and works perfectly well. And to a certain degree, it probably does. But there will come a point where it suddenly yeah. doesn't, and then you'll die. You've got uh, uh, something like forty percent of people survive anorexia, isn't it? Mm. Terrifyingly low, like that. Um, It will kill you. It's not helping. But the other thing is do not join forums for anorexics because they become uh, advice-giving. Anorexia is really interesting in that it will tell... Anorexia, the disease, will tell you not to seek help Mm -hmm. because they... it's 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 such it's interesting. The same, the most effective treatment for anorexia is the same as the most effective treatment for uh, anxiety depression, which tells you pretty much what you need to know about it. Mm. You have the same intrusive thoughts. You have the same brain control mm. stuff going on. So you have um, an anorexic will be told by the disease don't seek help because it will make they will tell you that you're they will make you get fat. They mm. will if you go and get help they will make you get fat. Mm. That's really clever for a disease to do. Because mm. it it it's self perpetuating it ensures you maintain that mental illness. Um, what is the evolutionary benefit oh, of anorexia? F- yes. I have anxiety disorder at my worst. No, my uh, anxiety brain, disorder. I can see the point of because to stop you from no 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 at worst my being, I will have to stop you from tickling tigers. Well, no, no, but yeah, I oh, can see that. But I have intrusive thoughts which tell me terrible things. Like not like not terrible. Not you are You are a terrible person. No, no, but it's, more like more like oh, you'd better have a cream tea now. You never know what you're doing. <laughs> But I probably would do because it would uh, part sure. you on your most things. So, you know, yeah. I'm a youth worker, therefore I know you're it's, it's it. going to start fiddling. What do you mean I will? Oh, you will. Exactly. And that's, mm. how, that's how intrusive thoughts work. It's very, very distinct from um, what people think of, if people go, oh, that's schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is very different. Schizophrenia is another person telling you, another voice telling you constantly that you're worthless and that people hate you and you deserve to be dead and all this stuff. That's a very different thing from intrusive thoughts. All that other thoughts. people deserve to be dead. That's true too. Um, that's very different for intrusive thoughts, but anxiety. But sorry, anorexia seems to be very similar in that respect. Which again, I think is just further proof that it's a disease that is gripping you. It's not something you're, you're in control of. Well, no, and I think that it's a, in a, in a it's a weirdly fascinating disease. Mm. Um, but I wonder, can it be controlled with nutrition? I oh, doubt that very much. No, but can it? Can you say, actu- if, if you actually went to an anorexic and you said, actually, the whole notion of calories in, calories out is ridiculous anyway. Right. And as long as you, you know, you eat enough nutrient-rich you food, no, you're be fine. because they're, and- they're, they're starving themselves, anorexics. But bulimics are, per- are a bit more no, you know, con- anorexics what, what if just you- starving. But themselves. what if you convinced anorexics that starvation causes your metabolism to slow down and eventually you will get fat? Right, so so it's actually damaging to <laughs> starve the diseases, yeah. paranoia. Yeah, I was wondering, could you twist yeah. it round and then say, well, actually, if you want to remain thin, you have to eat the at least this amount. Otherwise, you're uh, you'll, you'll keep your metabolism very slow, and then you'll that's, start gaining that's, fat. That's very interesting. No, that, no, that's why I'm genuinely yeah, wondering. I wonder whether true. it's been studied as a protocol for for dealing with these things. It I, it may have, as far as I know, yeah. but. If you if you know do email us. But again, I just want ask to cast at Rum doing something. Just because it's something I take really seriously. I do want to say what Nick and I are saying is inexpert. We do not know what we're talking about, and what I've said may have sounded confident, but I'm probably wrong. Go and get professional help, please. Get in touch with us. Although if groups. you have your disease, of course, your disease will be telling you not to do that. I'm same. telling you to do it, and I'm better than your disease, so you know. Yes, John's. War- in fact, John's ordering you. To. <laughs> exactly. If you don't, I will beat you up. He'll beat you, and you're so thin that you'll just exactly. I'll snap yeah. you in half and yeah. pop you down the drain. Yeah. Exactly, with the last of your effluent. So there we are on that, <laughs> that on that cheery note. Shall we say good night? Well, I'm really tempted to wait to see if it will cut off at one minute six, one hour six minutes and six, uh, 36 seconds. Well, we could try that. It's only another three minutes. Or exactly. So. so, John, let's talk about. I know you're oh, no, so you're in Edinburgh, and uh, and so what was oh, we went, Judith? Uh, uh, and so she 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 would eat anything she had this, but she she was very 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 grumpy for a few days. But then she she got it she slowly got back to her old self and she was excellent but um did you have a nice was it your anniversary trip no we were just oh. with with our in with, i was with victoria's sister and their baby and uh and her partner rob and we were we we went to a nice quite a nice apartment in edinburgh which you could rent instead of a hotel oh is this like people would do for the festival yeah i assume so but it was right. a very it was a very nice place and we went to actually go to Edinburgh Zoo to see the pandas because the babies were. Oh, go see of course, the pandas. yes. And it was a lovely sunny day, and oh, good, you know. And the pandas really are rubbish, aren't they? They really are. I think we should uh, eat pandas. And what was so marvellous is, oh, we're very excited. Uh, why are you excited? Well, um, we're very excited, but of course, the lady panda is not very happy at the moment. Why? Because we're having to s- swab her vagina every few hours. To because. As pandas are want to do, next Tuesday, yeah. she, she is going to be fertile for one day a year. <laughs> Where the, the hope, and the hope that the man panda will like her for that one day, because they hate each other all the other They deserve to die out. Fertile for one day how a year. They, how hate they... each other for 364 days. How did they live long enough for humans to even know about <laughs> And them? also, they don't really like the food they eat. They're bears, they're cap- perfectly capable they're f- of eating meat and fruit and so on. They will eat meat if they have the opportunity. Yeah. This can't be bothered. <laughs> that they eat this dry, awful bamboo <laughs> that doesn't give them the nutrients they want and slightly poisons them. <laughs> not as bad as the koalas. No? Koalas eat eucalyptus leaves, which basically they're allergic to, so they spend the whole time <laughs> with sore tummies and slightly high. <laughs> That's why they're so grumpy. Yes, yeah, these awful, awful bears. They're not bears, koalas are marsupials, you. Twit. They're, they're still called koalas. <laughs> they are called maybe called <laughs> so, koala bears, but they are not bears. <laughs> oh dear. I, I know pandas really are rubbish aren't they? Pandas are ridiculous. And I don't... Why, but I'm genuinely how come this how come humans even know about them? Aren't they something we, aren't they well, alongside the well, saber to tiger? Well clearly because they weren't alongside but like, you know you I know, think they around. were just they just sat on their own in these Big bamboo forests. Just well, there's simply just enough of them. <laughs> occasionally, one would get pregnant. Yes, and at the moment we have a really litter be... of three hundred baby birds no, or something. No, one a one a year. If, <laughs> if they're lucky, they'll have one. Because remember, they they don't like each other. They're not social mm. creatures, so it's not like they're living in a troop or anything. Yeah. So they're all grumpy social cre- grumpy antisocial creatures, and then one time a year she. She she becomes fertile, and if they if sex happens to happen, <laughs> yes. and they don't kill each other, and it, se- to, and it happens and happens to work. So presumably, at some point, that she's pre- pre- presumably redu- producing pheromones that are making oh, the, she, the male want. To oh yes, what them. she does is they both they both do handstands and piss over their heads. That's uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> How's Laura? <laughs> I can't wait to tell her. We've got sixteen seconds. It's the panda. We're doing the panda. <laughs> doing the panda. <laughs> oh it's it gonna it's uh, oh, oh we made it. We made it there you we can go. Keep going we're over now. We're over the threshold. We we're now gonna do, we're gonna live forever. Are we gonna learn how to fly? I thought it was a little ambitious that line. <laughs> yes. That's well a private pilot license is quite expensive and they were only I'm on the chorus line. And they were only teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is John, Travol- John Travolta and he's presumably now flying spaceships. John Travolta does is is a qualified pilot. Yes, he is. Indeed, and he fly aflo- He has his own 707. But I, but spaceship, I was doing a Scientology. Yeah, job. I know, but I was, was I, I was ignoring it. It was good. It was good, it was good, it was good. It's good, it's good, it's good. 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 Should we stop then? It's enough of this nonsense now. Probably didn't work. Probably not. I can see our wibbly wobbly patterns on there. I wish oh, it were wibbly wobbly rather than just boring. Good night, everybody. Good night. Podcast at rumdoings.com. Oh, and, and do do um, review us at iTunes, because actually we've got quite a decent number of yeah, reviews uh, compared to some even quite popular, yes, nationally yeah. known podcasts. We've got more than them. So give us more still, because we're still. Good night. Good night.